Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Welcome to the 62nd episode of the Pulling Tar Podcast. I'm excited to chat with Evan Wiseman, Director of Creative Services and Production for the Quad Cities River Bandits, High A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. Make sure to go back and listen through the catalog. There's 61 other great episodes with awesome people that work in minor league baseball with a ton of different backgrounds. Alright, it's time to shout out the top cities that people are listening to the podcast in. Let me pull that up here. This week, the top cities were Atlanta, Georgia, Charlotte, North Carolina, Rockford, Illinois, Hickory, North Carolina, Ludlow, Massachusetts, Chicago, Illinois, Jacksonville, Florida, Lebanon, Ohio, Ashland City, Tennessee, and Salt Lake City, Utah. Beautiful. Love it, folks. If you want an individual shout-out, drop a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts. That helps drive us up the charts and turns more people into members of the TARP crew. With that being said, let's chat with Evan Wiseman from the Quad Cities River Bandits. Welcome on to the Pulling Tart Podcast, Evan. Thank you so much for taking the time. You're still at the ballpark, man. You you get you had a surprise NAIA game today. It, well, we knew about it. I just didn't know I'd be here for it. But you know how that goes. Is is uh, like I just stepped on here Monday, um, so I, I got to start figuring out you know how to run the show again. Been been a year off here, so right. It's nice. To- Hey, games are nice to, so you don't get rusty. For sure. <laughs> I don't, but yeah, I'm just here to, here to sweet, just enjoying live baseball again, too. I mean, that's kind of part of it. It's just happy to see ball, just ball played at this park, man. Yeah, for sure, man. So you were furloughed, right? Is that what you were insinuating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I let go in May 2020, I think. Um, okay. And then uh, just got right back on April 1st. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Game day, you know. Yeah. I, you... I, I get it. Yeah, you you got you got a lot of stuff to to catch up on for sure, man. Okay, what's it like working for a team like the River Bandits, where there's so much going on around you? Like uh, last time I knew you guys still had the Ferris wheel. I heard you guys got rid of the zip line, um, but there's still some some amusements and attractions there besides the game, of course. It's crazy out here, and I think it speaks wonders to the. This is going to sound like such a PR answer. Um, it, it, I think it speaks wonders just the city and the quad cities and stuff. I came from Chicago, so I was like, 
I was a little like apprehensive. I'm like, seriously, I'm going to the Quad Cities. Like, it's a city of three million and a town of three hundred thousand. I'm like, all right. I came out here. There's so much to do, and I think the ballpark just kind of reflects that. You just get used to it. That like every place is every you know a little bit of something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I'm really thinking back to it of all the times that I was at a baseball game, like I was a baseball fan. But man, I couldn't sit still for three innings, let alone nine. Like I, sure. I'm thinking, of if I'm nine, nine, I'd, I'd probably annoy the, the you know annoy the daylights out of my parents. <laughs> so the fact that we've got all this around here, man, I you know I kind of see it as fun. And a big bonus for at least my position is it makes all the photos look that much better, right? You know, you know what ballpark this is, so it's very iconic. Um, but. You know, you got to think faster. You got to, you got to move faster. You got to deal with things going a million miles an hour because there's, if it's not baseball, there's always something at this ballpark. I'm sorry, I just watched a dude get domed. That was nuts. <laughs> oh, He's okay. Oh man, let it. Yeah. <laughs> let us let us know if he's okay. He's all right. All right. Just, yeah, he just popped up and he's good. Oh, uh, they got a pick up for him, but he appears to be off. He's off on his own power. We're all good. Okay. Wow. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a heater. Man, it looked, it looked like it looked like a curve that just got away from the kid. <laughs> during the, doing the interview during a live game is it's definitely a first for the Pulling Tar Podcast, but it's awesome so far. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm glad. I, I, hopefully, we get a wins the blowing out. So hopefully, we get a homer here uh, left. All right. Um, well, yeah, so you were saying about the photos. You're right. The photos, every photo that I've seen from Modern Woodman Park uh, looks awesome because it's got a Ferris wheel in the background. Um, also, you guys' photographer is, like, really legit. Like, the the team photographer, I, I've i seen quite a bit of his photos, actually. Oh, Joe, that Josh or Rich? Uh, I want to say Rich. Rich, Rich came in with a, with a super pro background, and, and Josh started training under him and, and just kind of picked it up as a fan. And to have a, a true raised in Quad Cities fan as then made your photographer, and, and just a baseball guy in general, um, both of them have just been phenomenal and been really a blessing for the team, honestly. It's just because... Um, you just had two dudes from the area who were passionate about Urbanus baseball, and then also knew baseball, so they knew where the action was going to happen. Right. So it helped stepping in here. You know, I had two months as an intern, and then midseason, um, I was thrust in the manager position. Okay, yep. It was scary, obviously, because um, baseball wasn't something that I'd been in at the time. And to have those two guys as the photographers um, really helped. I mean, I mean, just the fact that they knew baseball – knew the bandits and were local guys. So they bandits were their first glimpse of baseball. I, I believe for rich, but I know for Josh. So do they come to every game? One of them. Josh is pretty consistent, but uh, yeah, come to think about it. 18, 19, there was not a day without a photographer here at this ballpark. Wow. That's, that's awesome because in Delmarva, you know, we had one 
one guy and he you know he probably had somebody training with him as well but they would probably come to like one or two games per homestand and like we would give them a heads up when we had like specialty jerseys or a big promotion going on um but and then like in Beloit it was basically like whoever wants to take photos uh let me know and just send me the pictures. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so that's awesome that you guys have somebody like a professional photographer there every game. Yeah, no, I, the media around here is, is crazy. Nice. Um, we've got like all four. So I think we got ABC, NBC, CBS. I mean, coverage of this team in the QC in Davenport is crazy. It's like, the only thing I can compare it to is, you know, I didn't even grow up in a city with only one team, you know. Right. I'd, I'd come stop. So you always had to split your broadcast. But not here. It was River Bandits. It was always River Bandits. And sometimes they'd mention Clinton, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so sad without the rivalry here. I know. 15, 15 minutes up the road, right on the river. I know. Um, miss the Lumber Kings. I've actually never been to Modern Woodman Park, but I have been to Clinton's Ballpark um, because, because Beloit was playing there. And my buddies and I, like, you know, like people in the Midwest League always compared Beloit to Clinton. Um, and so we were like, all right, we gotta, we gotta check this out, you know, and hold my tongue. (laughs) Well, they're not desirable ballparks or like Beloit is becoming more and more so a desirable town, um, you know, with the new stadium and there's, there's lots of new businesses going in there and breweries and, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards. Um, but Clinton and Beloit's ballparks at the time were pretty comparable. Um, so we... old ballparks with charm and city ownership. You know, you just got to do it. To, got to do it, deal with the cards you're dealt. And honestly, the fact that the stadium's got some history makes it a little cooler than... And we do too. What, 1931, this ballpark was built in. But, I mean, obviously, it's just completely different than what it was. Right. 2008, 2009, it happened. So, like, I do... Like, growing up in the shadow of Wrigley, it was, you know, honestly, that, that's got a place in my heart to go there. And then plus 15 minutes, so, you know, you don't have to work. You, you get, a, like, a $2 tall boy of hams, and you get to enjoy your yes. team. As a, you know, you get to enjoy the team that you work for as a fan. Yeah. So I I loved Clinton and all its, you know, all its good and all its bad. Yeah. The, fact, that's probably, that's probably, that, that'll be my, my good tarp story. It's probably not even here. It's out of Clinton. The mayflies around here, man. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, uh the smell of Clinton um is not fantastic. Oh, that that's pure, uh, I think oh I don't know if I should uh, you should cut that in. <laughs> that's a really, don't the the warehouse, but yeah, there's a dog food brand out here. If the wind catches it right, the whole town, whole the whole river smells like dog food, the whole river valley smells like dog food. Yeah, man. Um so how do you think the change in affiliate will affect things, if anything? Uh, you guys were affiliated with the Astros for a while. Now you're on to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, yeah, just how how do you think that's going to change things, if at all? Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Not really. I don't know you. You know, once I'm able to work with the affiliate like during the year, then I'll have a probably better answer for you, but. 
Astros are nothing but nice. Um, that helps. They even shipped us out of the World Series. Yeah. Um, so I got the World Series in 19. Um, yeah, outside of that, other than the bandana changing, which honestly, I kind of like it in blue anyway, even though I'm wearing all red. But um, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I don't have a good answer for you. Um, okay. It's really just, uh, it's really like, comparing apples and oranges and the fact that we had the Astros in our two regular seasons and then obviously now we're going to have Kansas for the first year back in COVID. It's going to be just completely weird and different. And, you know, you're going to have to rub people the wrong way to stay with protocol and all that. So um, it's been good so far. It's been great, honestly. Okay. Um, they've been nothing but helpful. But um, changing affiliates is just always going to be difficult because obviously you just got to go through the whole ballpark and change every sign that you got. Yeah, you know, everything. But I mean, that's going to happen anyway because MLB changed their logo and MILB changed their logos. So we were really just going to have to switch everything out anyway. Right. And because of that, maybe the bandana Royals blue. Uh, so you can tell how we feel about it as a team. I mean, we're all in then. Yeah. Next 10 years. This is going to be nice. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if you had heard any, you know, feedback from the fans or not about the affiliation change. Oh, you're always going to get... We got it on both sides. A lot of people love the blue. A lot of people love that we got a team here that's actually, like, kind of... Not really. I mean, it's, it's a lot of Cubs Cardinals here in the Quad Cities, but, um, yeah, you get some representation. There's that Midwest representation from the Kansas City. And we have 88. We have we have right. I-80 runs. is the Chicago-Kansas City Expressway. It runs right through Moline, Illinois. runs nice. right, right through one of the Quad Cities. So, I mean, we are... We're here back in, like, the vein of, like, what, you know, Kansas City is, if that kind of makes sense. So, yeah. I, I think I think there's a little more excitement around here, the fact that there was actually, like, a Kansas City fan base already in the Quad Cities. Sure. Okay. Uh, but you're always going to get the people who are like, ah, bandits have always been red, bandits have always been gold, you know, I got the old, I got the old school hat on. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, that's good. So it's, it's, uh, I don't think there was any, but I haven't heard any pushback, though. But okay, I don't want to speak for everybody. I, I know that there's some people who are obviously like old school, love the old logo, and have complained on social media. I'm sure, right. but I haven't read it. And uh, it changes. Change is always scary, but this is gonna be fun. Yeah, I I, like I love your guys's logo. Um, considering That's my sort of big, my I always brag. Anyway, <laughs> considering that my last name is Coon, and your guys's mascot is a raccoon uh jake levy i don't think you worked with him um i know the name though he yeah he was he was the broadcaster for a couple years there and um he was we were supposed to do a hat exchange and he brought up the idea in beloit i gave him a snapper's hat and he was supposed to send me a river bandit's hat and it never happened, so I'm a little bitter about it. Honestly, <laughs> I think there's some guys with this phone number around the ballpark still. I gotta go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go throw him one. I'll go. Uh, I'll go put a target on his back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, I think, uh, Bobby, if you're ever in town, let me know. I think I got. I got hats to spare, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good, man. Um, so I really do feel like you have some extra crazy tarp stories um because i don't know if you know the listeners know this but modern woodman park floods pretty frequently 
Yeah, yearly. I think this is the first, this is the lowest the river's been in 10 years. Not going to let, holy cow. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I can't oh my goodness. I got a shell. I got like a voodoo shell. Um, yeah, we're ballpark island, baby. It's, uh, um, Mississippi came up in 19 when I lived here. I lived close enough to the ballpark. Found this great, you know, building. I'm like, I wonder why nobody's living here. And I found out real quick. Um, had to wear boots, and then um, for a week there, I had to wear waders just to get into my apartment, which is luckily on the second floor. Like, okay, yeah, but we heavy breach here, and that was a little crazy. But yeah, I think it was kind of funny. There's a great picture somewhere. I think it was like CNN or something where um, our groundskeeper we're completely surrounded by water on all sides roughly two feet deep three feet deep mississippi is completely solid the ballpark we've got flood walls up so there's yeah no water in, i'm completely dry dude's water in the field right you know he's completely surrounded by the mississippi river and he's got those sprinklers on and they're like ah that's funny so yeah, it was nice um to have that uh news vision on us like the international except for i think one of the one of the affiliates internationally called us a uh, suburb of chicago <laughs> which were about three hours from somebody who commutes every monday um from chicago back to here wow um but yeah it's um tarp stories um there's a main one where we get mayflies let's see here too um there's these little like we have them in the fox i'm from like the fox river area um and they're like you know inch at best out here they're like two inches with like okay span of like three or four they're obscene yeah and they're just warts they're they're insanity and they die twice they like molt once and like leave a carcass and then they die in like 48 hours like their whole lifespan so there was one time in clinton where we went up there for a game and we just i know like you saw me and tyler banter back and forth on twitter <laughs> yeah we just, we just go say hi to the clinton guys because they were they were just a fun rivalry in time and they had mayflies on their tarp like it was you couldn't walk you just hear a crunch it, it was all bugs it was like snow it was like oh. snow on the tarp Ugh. it was okay. all two inch long mayflies and it was every surface every crazy thing and i'm like they had to pull the tarp overnight for mayflies like that's absolutely obscene to me um I guess the other one would be we were playing the Cougars, RIP. Well, they're still a team, but no longer affiliated. Um, right. And, uh, and we were pulling the tarp, and never before or since have I ever seen a snake in the um, Mississippi Valley. I know uh, we got garter snakes around here, but we were pulling the tarp, and sure enough, there's one just sitting in the dugout where we keep the, where we put the tarp, you know, covering while the tarp's out yeah and pulled it up and there's a yeah there's a snake oh. and they're rattlesnakes affiliate or diamondbacks affiliate i'm sorry yeah it's kind of funny I'm like really of course of all days that kent county shows up they bring a snake with them so i don't know if that was some sort of cruel joke but i'm pretty sure there's just one hiding in the tarp man <laughs> and, and we're and they don't exist man snakes don't happen in the midwest i mean i've I lived here uh... my entire life never seen a snake in the in the river valley i i had a garter snake in my bathroom in Beloit once, um, in my apartment. Um, so, oh, so that was, and I'm, I'm like, I'm scared to death of snakes. So I, um, wrapped him up in a mop and like hockey shot him out the front door. I was living, it wasn't an apartment. It was like a standalone, like 
house, but so I hockey shot him out the front door, and then I took a baseball bat and um, broke Finish it. The job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because um, oh, I, I hate snakes, but there are snakes in the Midwest, so. Um, uh, w- I haven't seen it. Except <laughs> <laughs> the one, except for the one in the tarp. <laughs> okay. So I was looking at your website, and you can you can plug that later, um, you know, towards the end of the show here. But um, and you've done some amazing work, dude. Um, I I am like jealous of your like. I thought I was like okay at Photoshop and stuff like that, but like you're on a whole nother level um, with with the graphics and videos right. and stuff. Um, Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Uh, what, what has been your best graphic video, um, you know, whatever, what, whatever project you were working on for the river bandits and why? Uh, like asking a mom to pick her favorite kid, man. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, honestly, best video we ever did is probably the off season stuff. Kaylee Golden had the idea of just, she's like, everybody always asks what we do in the off season. So let's just make a big joke out of it. So yeah. we did. We, just, we filmed like a week of like, I was just doing like chair races on the concourse and, you know, we're picking, uh, a lot of the stuff we actually did. We had like a, like a, a, a bachelor, uh, pick them, like a fantasy bachelor draft, you know, for the show. Yeah. And we got all the guy in office to start watching the bachelor all of a sudden. <laughs> That's awesome. And, oh, game over. I guess we're only playing seven. Um, they, uh, um, yeah, it's just the bachelor. Like, uh, anyway, but uh, that was the video. So we just put that out. And then it was kind of funny is we had a bunch of people reach out like, so you guys actually don't do anything. And we're like, no, wait, no, 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 no. That's not the point. That wasn't the point. Yeah. Um, we, we have to that. plan for an entire season. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But now I just fact we made one joke for you. Some people take it literally. It's like, I no, I have a nine to five, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, um, we've just been able to do a lot of cool charity stuff here. Um, we were able to, like, uh, there's a long time ago, not talk politics, but um, there, it was like, something about the government shut down. I, I don't even remember a lot of the information about it. But anyway, TSA employees are still having to go to work. We have an international airport here in the Quad Cities that a lot of people kind of forget about. Yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, they kind of did. So these guys are out there still working, not getting paid. So we just, we're like, well, we got a full kitchen here. Let's just go bring lunch. Yeah. Um, that was organized by, I think it was Dave Hell. I think it was our owner. Um, that was just really cool. I mean, just to be able to, that wasn't even really any graphics work or anything that we did, but of all the charity stuff that we did, I mean, that was the one that just had the most immediate impact that I was able to see that I just thought was really cool. Other than that, obviously we've got the, the arsenal out here. Um, the Rock Island arsenal, it's like the biggest, uh, artillery manufacturer for the U S army or something like that. I got that wrong, but, um, so obviously, uh, the veterans is uh, veterans organizations is a huge thing for us out here. We're able to do some great jerseys. I, pretty much all the jerseys that I've been able to do that that go to great causes um, are just one of the favorites. So we've been able to do Special Olympics and the National. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. National Wild Turkey Federation. Okay. Which is all about conservation, and uh, we were able to do some like cool like like camo orange hunting jerseys for them. Or one time they did. Uh, um, witches and wizards night. I don't know if I'm allowed to use the, you know, say H the HP. Yeah. Series. Um, <laughs> and, uh, witches and wizards, wizards night, you know how it is. And, yep. uh, 
and we've just been able to do a lot of cool stuff like that. Like completely forget about the graphics. It's all uh, the fact that um, it's really just the ones where you know you just catch a few photos of the team doing something. Really, I mean, those are just the best projects is when you can just get a genuine smile out of somebody for whatever you did. I think that's kind of yeah. you know obviously no really here for the money. It's minor league baseball, so. When you can get that reaction, it just kind of makes it all worth it. So if I really had to tell you what best project I've ever worked on, it wouldn't even really be a graphic. I guess graphic design would be like the jersey stuff that we do, but it's all about the photography. It's about the um, to be able to get the, the pure reaction of whatever we were able to reach out into the community and achieve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I still work with the community, um, you know, pretty pretty closely. But um, you know, there's nothing like working in you know with the community for for the hometown team, you know? Um, so I, I do get that and I, and I miss that a lot actually. Um, but so, and I didn't want to skip over my favorite part of your, um, you know, production or graphics was the, um, the comic book ones. Those were sick, dude. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. That was just, uh, that, um, ironically the, uh, year that, uh, um, Stan Lee uh, passed away. Right? I got yeah. Right? yeah. So I feel kind of um, that we went all comic book, and then obviously we lost him later that year. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, it was just easy, I guess. Um, I At that point in time, I was pretty self-trained, so I didn't really know um, in what direction to go. And I'm like, well, I kind of got these like cruddy photos, for lack of a better term. Okay. Um, and I'm like, how am I going to make these? I'm sorry. Um, how am I going to make these... Um, I guess palatable for like the big posters and stuff that we were doing. I'm like, all right, I'll just distort them. I'm like, well, this got that pop art kind of feel to it. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go in this direction. And so that's just really what we did is, is um, we just kind of decided that obviously we're working in minor league baseball. If we're not in the park, you know, photos are hard to come by. Astros move dudes up and down like crazy. So we'd be getting our yeah. stuff from other affiliates, which would be good most of the time. But, um, you know, every once in a while, you know, you just can't find a good photo of a guy, especially yeah. in low A. Yeah. Um, so that it, it all kind of started about a way to get her out. Yeah. Okay. I'm super jealous because, like, I've tried to use, like, what I think of as, like, cool filters and, like, stuff like that. And I've been told by management, like, like no, that that's too animated or, you know, that's not realistic enough. And I'm just like, well, that not that kind of the point, you know? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot of support. Sorry, I don't know if I... Is this a video podcast or something? I should probably be uh, before I'm walking around the ballpark. Um, they, uh, um, it was just... I mean, the management was just supportive, honestly, um, about the whole thing. It was really cool. Um, just to be able to kind of get that feedback and just to really approve of it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just supported here. And, and uh, you kind of saw it pop up a little bit. Like, Chamber of Commerce started going comic book a little bit. Um, you know, there's some billboards out here that you can just see that um, kind of, I, I don't, you know, I'm not claiming, I'm not, I'm not accusing them of anything, but I think the city kind of rallied around it a little bit too, because you kind of started seeing it around the town a little bit. Okay. Um, I was so blown away by kind of the approval of all that. And I don't think I can talk too much about it. Um, but I'll give a teaser. Uh, look out this year for maybe some more, uh, influence that, uh, the fans can get a hold of. Okay. Awesome. A little more, a little more uh, comic book influence that the fans can get a hold of. So okay, that'd be pretty cool. 
All right, awesome. And so you talked to, you talked about her a little bit beforehand, um, but what was it like working with Pulling Tart podcast guest Kaylee Golden? Do you have any stories from working with her? Yeah, um, she's very talented. So we, um, but uh, you know, you're in the office twenty four hours. We butt heads all the time, so they kind of make us they kind of make fun of us, like you know, married couple or something like that. Um, and it was kind of funny. One of the first times there. It was just it was all joking matter. We're, we're flooding out of the ballpark. We're stressed. We're we're mad. We had to go play at uh, is it Duffy Base? It, it, I don't even remember. I think we were wrong. But it was University of Iowa's ballpark because we're flooded out. We oh yeah. And um and I just remember and I'm like oh this is kind of a weird time. I just realized I'm celebrating a year in minor league baseball. I, I, I said uh, yep, yeah, 365 days. And she gave us uh, so that's it, right? You know. Uh, 366 year last or uh, <laughs> it's like oh thanks I'm like wonderful and she's kind of like she's like oh that's kind of mean she's kind of chuckled <laughs> kind of laughed because it was like ah you know at some point in time when you spend this much time with each other it's constant constancy and you know everybody you just like push each other's buttons every once in a while oh right? yeah that's for that's you absolutely know, for sure. I mean we had a great we had a great great team 18, 19 um, and uh, you know just a lot of people had to go in a lot of different directions so um sure. It was just fun, you know. Got to count the days while you had them. Yep, exactly. I miss, I miss all that. For and sure, I, I miss the squad that we had, but obviously COVID cuts and whatnot. Right, a lot of front offices have have made you know significant moves, you know, with with furloughs, and then you know now you know people are starting to get hired again, and um, that's great to see. But you hate to see you know people lose their jobs or get out of baseball because because of a pandemic. So yeah, a lot of them took time, including me. Um, like I said, we'll touch on that later. But um, just to take time to look into other other sports or other opportunities, or go back and you know continue their education. Um, I'm a little jealous because you know I'm like we're back in baseball, and it's like oh I'm going to do another whole year of this. Got it. Like this is I mean it's going to be fun, but it's it's stressful. I mean we're not trying to put a game day together. You know, it's, it takes a toll on you a little bit. But right. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm a little envious of those people going back to school and. Uh, and, you know, trying something else on for size, you know, something new and fresh. Right. Um, right. So I was like, I just, I'm looking for the next adventure all the time. So, uh, those that are like little, little gels. Yeah, for sure. Uh, can you share any stories of production equipment not working properly during a game? Constantly. Yeah, we had a video board on left field that any time it reached over 95 degrees, it would just die. One time we were mid-game and it started flashing. Obviously, you can't have that. Right. Kill power here in the press box, and, um, and it's still on. We have no idea. We're like, all right, well, somebody's got to run out there and shut it off. So we just hook up this big ladder and hooks onto the thing and, I climb up there and I feel somebody like holding down the ladder. I'm like, what the heck's going on? I turn around. It's like one of the, one of the like cops that we have or for security is like holding on to the ladder to make sure like we're, you know, nothing's happening. And then it hooks on. It's all OSHA, you know, we're, we're good there. But, uh, it was just funny. I'm like, I'm like, bro, we're good. Like get up there, pop the back on it. There's like mud doppers. You get these like hornets. Oh yeah. That are still on the back. They're all pissed off. Ooh. It's like, God, that's there's just been a few days like that. 
Um, I'm waiting on one that's like funny enough to tell all of them just drive me nuts and wake me up screaming in the middle of the night. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. And uh, so, in your spare time, you're on the board of directors of the Midwest Premier League, which yes. is a um, a new. Is, is it semi-pro? Is it pro soccer league? Yes, all of the above. Um, okay. It is a, uh, we've got some teams. So uh, Detroit City, if you're familiar with them, are the National Independent Soccer Association. Um, I believe champions. Okay. Um, they, um, they're putting a U23 team in our league, um, so that'll be fun. So they're all, I think they're all professional. They're all 100% professional team. Okay. Um, and we've got some teams that are uh, here out of Cedar Rapids. Um, you know, just down the road, uh, it's really exciting and, um, and it's really time consuming, but it's, uh, yeah, that was an off season project that, um, I jumped on with one of the teams and jumping on with one of the teams led to jumping on for the whole league. And those guys have been super helpful and friendly about everything. Um, and, uh, it's been good. Um, and it's just been good to be able to work with those guys and bring a lot of minor league baseball to minor league soccer. Yeah. yeah I mean, that sounds awesome. It sounds like it could be potentially a good partnership. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, my next question was, like, how did you have time to do that? Are you going to be able to do that, you know, now that baseball season's starting? Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm still on the job, man. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good, dude. You're good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, I was kind of surprised that when I came forward and told them that, um, you know, hey, um, Riverbend has just reached out because obviously we were doing this on everything, you know, when we were going through the whole unemployment thing, right? And um, and they said, well, just do what you can. Um, made a lot of good friends out there. Um, I'm, I'm a big soccer, I'm an avid soccer watcher, um, so this is just a dream come true to be able. But not only is there a team now. Um, in DeKalb, if you're familiar, yep. um, that I was able to support um, not only as a fan, but just somebody who's able to just take the talents that MLB has taught me and uh, and push it towards soccer. I was always jealous of a kid um, named Ryan Lefevre. I want to get his last name right. He's out in um, Fayetteville now, I think. Kid is, if you like my son, go check him out. Um, but uh, he's handling all the children. He's <laughs> And they had a team called the Ignite. And I got to watch, you know, a baseball team have a soccer team in the USL and pro, so they're on ESPN all the time. Yeah. And they and I was just so jealous of that. So the fact that, you know, it, it really just came down to, I just let me help the board as much as I can. You know okay. what I mean? It, it's, even if I can't always make time for it, just let me help. Let me, let me help as much as I can. Don't, you know, don't. Yeah, and I, I guess you know I, I don't even know how to how to word it. Just that's kind of what I would say. And ask is just like, hey, you, use me as much as you need. I just want to put my talents towards supporting this team and this club and this whole organization, the whole league, everything. Because I think there's something special there. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty cool, man. I wish that would have been out there. You know, when I was when I was in the Midwest, because I'm also a pretty big soccer fan. So. Um, grew up playing playing soccer, so wow, okay. And you also worked in the entertainment industry in Chicago, and you worked with a lot of different 
musicians. Um, so who is the coolest musician that you've worked with? Another tough one. Oh God. Um, coolest guy, uh, uh, Jerry only did the misfits, um, brought the misfits to a theater called the Arcata theater in St. Charles, Illinois. That's a tough one. Work out to work with Charlie Daniels. It was nice. He visited the, the um, visited a few times. Um, got in, uh, you know, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Wahlberg's brothers. Yeah. Uh, he lives in St. Charles, Illinois. Um, he's the pride. Jay McCarthy there too. So they'd stop by the the, state, the theater all the time. I guess it's theater now, not stadium, not stadium, theater <laughs> all the time. And uh, um, it's weird because you, you know, obviously, you just hear "Don't be your heroes" or you know, whatever. But yeah, these guys turn out to be really cool. Charlie was a great guy because we talked all the entire time. Um, while we were there. I didn't expect that. Like I'm just kind of like a punk rock kid. Too, and to hear the dude from the Misfits talk baseball with me, like I've melted. I, I I haven't been really like starstruck before or since, but um, yeah, coolest though. Um, yeah, it's probably Donnie. Coolest on like a fame level is probably Donnie Wahlberg. Coolest of like all the dudes that I've talked to and that have been like nice back might have to be Jerry only. Okay, awesome. Uh, one of the guys I worked with in Delmarva, um, Joe Delucia, he actually was a guest on this podcast a while back as well. He has a Misfits tattoo on his arm. Nice. Yeah, I, I haven't gone that. My fandom hasn't gone that far, man, but more power to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did ask if there were any um, listener questions, and I think there was one... Um, so this is Mike Sellers, who is, um, big listener. He's been listening since day one. Um, what ballpark food and or drink do I need to make sure and try at Quad Cities when I visit there for the first time later this year? Gotta bring back the Bush's Baked Beans. No, 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 no. It was, uh, uh, we did, um. It was, uh, there's a name for this in the Midwest, so I guess I didn't know it. It's a burger with peanut butter and, uh, and... Banana? Marshmallows and, like, banana and stuff like that. It's called, like, a, like, a nutter butter or something like that. I know that's not right. That ain't right. But, God, that was a great burger. We'd have, like, we'd have, like eating contests during slow games or rain delays is like one of those things because our, our our chef would just pile it high, man. Outside <laughs> of that, I would argue that we make the best popcorn in at least the Midwest League. I, I don't know all of baseball. Ooh. Um, and uh, that and the beer scene down here is just crazy, crazy good. So if you're here in the Quad Cities, um, at this ballpark, you can get most, if all, like kind of the flesh beers for a, a lot of the local breweries. Not all, but a lot. Um, and it is seriously awesome. And I guess I, I'd have to say that my favorite, or at least the front runner of the of local, might be the um, the Cherry Bomb Blonde. We serve that at this ballpark, and we serve a lot of it. Okay. Big fan. We carry like old whiskey here, too. There, there's a great brewery, great distillery. Um, 
history and current scene here in the Quad Cities, and I think that reflects in the ballpark as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, the Midwest is all about their beers um, and their liquor. I know in Beloit we served liquor, and we also had 32 taps in the ballpark. And even more, like we had even more like in cans and bottles as well. Um, so, so yeah, man, the Midwest is awesome when it comes to that. That burger sounds sick. That sounds awesome. Oh, we just made it for like the, 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 uh, MILB, I'm drawing a blank, but yeah, in 18 or 19, we just had to make a burger, uh, for like the competition for that, like the MILB sponsor had. Oh yeah. And that, that was our submission. And I, and I, I wish I remembered more information about it, but, um, yeah, if you, if you come to this ballpark, honestly, best thing in the Quad Cities is probably the beer. Or if you can get your hands on a brew pub pizza, we'll do a brew pub pizza fan of the game, arguably. Um, and not just because they sponsor us. Uh, one of my favorite uh, oven uh, pizza, like frozen pizzas, okay. that you can get. And I think you can only get them in a high meat. So there you <laughs> go. I even threw a sponsor for you, but that's an honest opinion. <laughs> um, so we'll wrap it up here. Uh, where can the listeners find you online and on social media, Evan? Yep. A underscore fairy underscore wise underscore man. Nice. And that's everything. That is pretty much everything. Okay. Awesome. You want to plug your website too? Yeah. EvanWiseman.com. That's uh, for all your marketing needs. Although uh, that used to be a big thing for us freelancing. And uh, obviously I had a job again. So <laughs> I have uh, and have very little free time to do any projects, but I'm always happy to hear you out and try to quote it. So, yeah, there nice. you go. Awesome. So, you've listened to a couple episodes. At least you listened to Kaylee's episode. I know that much. So, what's the best walk-up or warm-up song you've heard during your time in minor league baseball, and whose was it? Craig Dawson, West Virginia. Uh, uh, yeah, right? Um, almost have in West Virginia. I think I said the same in the song. Okay. Um, that dude would walk up to the plate, and the ballpark would, no matter what was going on, whether it was in a, you know like a, like prime time or not, you know we could be down eleven, and that song would come on and it'd, you know it'd be, um, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River, and then it's, um, everybody would just, the song would cut out when the guy was at the base. And you would hear everybody in the bowl still singing, uh, take me home, country road. And it was just, by far, sometimes you would just get the whole stadium singing it, even though it's cut out. I mean, he's on the pitch two or three, and that and they're still singing that dude's walk-up. Huh. And uh, when he went to the All-Star game in uh, South Bend in 19, um, they, they, we, it, didn't, it, it wasn't fully but we kind of got a little bit of south bend into it and and you could just hear everybody in the at least everybody that we got to in our press box just screaming the song for him that's just, awesome. that, that song's so much fun and it's and it's just weird because it's different you know it's not like the hype up song that you would right you normally think i think and, and it's been a while so um i may have to go back and double check i want to say that that's what kaylee said for for this um question as well yeah if she if she didn't then she's wrong. <laughs> any band any band in who's around in, in eighteen or nineteen it's gotta be Trey Dawson Western or uh, almost seven us Country Road. I think it's Country Road. I'm gonna get a lot of heat for probably getting that wrong. Uh, uh, that's okay. It's been a long day. 
You you knew a good portion of the lyrics, so there's that. Oh, I've played it for the man a thousand times. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. So, Evan, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, you know, I know every t- every time is good as gold right now. Um, leading up to the season, and uh, you told me to reach out in April before the season started, so I did, and. Um, and yeah. I, and I think the interview during the live game was was pretty classic. So I was gonna say, still busy. I'm still working, man. I'll be here another hour. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to make the time. And uh, and obviously, I got I, I, there's my there's my three hours of taking a deep breath today or whatever consisted of college baseball and being on the pull and tarp pull and tarp podcast, man. Could awesome. ask for a better. Could ask for a better like three hours of deep breath. awesome love it well thank you so much evan and best of luck this season always a pleasure thank you man yeah no problem thank you take me home to the place Listen to the Pulling Tarp Podcast, distributed by Stoveleg Media. Make sure you check out our page at stoveleg.com to learn more about Bobby and the rest of the show. Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.